Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we are talking about all of the major announcements that are coming from BlizzCon 2019. But first, I am Manny G, once again, joined, as always, by TX Andy Man. What's up, dude? Dude, just here, brother. I thought to myself, look... I've already stood Manny up one time this week. <laughs> I shouldn't do it a second time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, things happen. Oh, and yeah. 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 Look, I wish I could say that I have a, a really good reason for not showing up to the Patreon cast. But <laughs> um, no, I just totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. Last uh, but, uh, our October episode of the Patreon podcast is out. And I was the only one there. I interviewed myself. I was the special guest and I nailed it. Uh, yeah. No, I, not really. I think it was pretty boring. No. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So Andy, before we jump into to all of the gaming discussions and topics, how how's you how you been, man? Did you get good, any dude, gaming good. done this week? I oh well yeah of course I got some gaming done. Um I did actually uh I just I'm coming off a double again. I've been doing a mm. lot of those. Uh this yeah. week also on top of that um this week I had uh you know a few other things I had uh some uh, yeah, some small uh, uh you know a small presentation I had to put together for work. Nothing mm-hmm. major, just little things here and there. Um, sure. but, uh, but yes, we snuck some gaming in, uh, monster hunter, of course, nice. um, hit, uh, master rank 100, what? which makes me able to fight just about all of the, uh, end game monsters now should be able to throw on a, a, a health regen augment on my weapons. Finally got the ruiner Nergigante, um, monster unlocked. So I'll be oh, able dang. to, yeah, get some, uh, pretty cool weapons and armor out of that and mm-hmm. um dude collecting some pretty awesome uh, decorations too man my builds are pretty pretty solid i would say um nice dude but, uh, but yeah dude yeah doing some that progress no no oh you know what i haven't been doing is call What's of that? duty bro no yeah no call of duty yeah. huh here it's good though no. Dude, me I hear too, it's bro. real and good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm super tempted. Dude, we're missing out on twos. Oh, right? I know. dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, wingman. We could totally be yeah. wingman. One day, one day, one day we'll have to do that, man. For we'll sure. have to wait until it's fifty percent off. Yeah, that's right. So that's we can not... pay for all those microtransactions, dude. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right, man. That's right. <laughs> Manny, we have a yep. lot to talk about today. We do. We have we have a lot. A mm-hmm. lot of stuff. So yeah, let's just jump right into the show. Dude, we're and we're skipping quick uh quick hits. Is that what I call it? Yeah, I yeah. I, I mean, it. there was so much stuff to talk about. 
there was like some things coming out. Like for instance, Xbox had brought back their deal to where, uh, remember last was the last yes. year where you can have a pay a monthly price to get yes. an Xbox or an Xbox one X. Right. And, uh, when you were done with your payments, then the system with you was yours. And if you did the math, it actually worked out to where it was, uh, either close to, or a better deal than just buying it outright. Right. Yeah. I think it's like so a two, it's, really- it's like a two year financing, uh, option for the, whatever version of the box you want. Yes. Uh, plus, uh, the, uh, fee for Xbox live and all that stuff. And, and it's, yeah. a, it's a good deal. It, it really is yeah. a good deal. It's a good deal. They're bringing it back. And so there's, there's different ways you can do it. One is where you have, I believe you have the X and then next year when Scarlet comes around, you have the option to upgrade to Scarlet. Bro, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sign you need up. a fourth Xbox in your life, Andy. I do. Bro, come so, on. Don't exaggerate, okay? <laughs> Don't exaggerate so my reality. <laughs> it's You know, it's pretty much like you're just getting like a loan with like no interest payments until your Xbox right. is paid off, basically. So right. if yeah. that fits your lifestyle, check that out. Um, any other little things that, that you recall from this week, Andy, we didn't put anything in the notes. No. Um, I think, you know, there's, of course the, uh, modern warfare reviews are out. There are some, also some death stranding reviews coming out. That's been yes. a bit of a, con- a point of contention for, for some folks that, you know, that there's, yeah. there's a bit of a, po- uh, it, uh, it's, it's, it, it seems that it's a, uh, polarizing topic we'll say yeah but maybe yeah. We'll, maybe next week we'll throw it we'll throw it in the notes because it, it definitely deserves some discussion yeah i think it i think the game is turning out to be an acquired taste like some people will like it some people will not like it and that's right that's fine you have to know what you're getting into and if yeah. you're up for it you'll probably have a good time yeah for sure maybe god uh, bless kojima <laughs> yeah dude Hey, uh, dude, he has like this sick logo too. It's like a skull inside a cool helmet. Anyways, uh, last thing that comes to my brain is that Anthem recently lost their like director again. And it's like, who's left? I know. So that's kind of sad. I was hoping for a, like a, you know, a rally in 12 months. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's dead in the water. Hopefully they'll turn around. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, man. But that's that's all that I remember from like stuff during this week, apart from the main topic. The main topic, dude. Let's let's begin, Andy. Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. BlizzCon 2019 is just wrapped up. We're recording this on Sunday the third. BlizzCon was the first and the second in Anaheim, California, mm-hmm. and the opening ceremonies. One thing that they do is they have the opening ceremonies free to everyone. You could actually just go to YouTube and on any of their properties, on any of their channels, you can watch the opening ceremonies for free. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, it started off the show with Jay Ellen Brack with Jab walking out onto the stage. And before, before the countdown, he had to tell the community something. So it's an apology, basically. Of course. He apologized for mm-hmm. nothing specific and didn't yeah. do anything about anything. 
So that's like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was the best canned um, apology. (laughs) It was the best nonspecific canned apology uh, that I've heard any uh, uh, big uh, company executive deliver. He did an, yeah. a, an, an exceptional job delivering yeah. this this fill in the blank response uh, uh, apology. Yeah, um, but I uh, mean, the, the natural assumption is that it wasn't really sincere, is what people are saying. Yeah, from my perspective, he got up there, he apologized, he said it, it was my fault. I take full responsibility and accountability for it. He had an interview right. with, I believe, PC Gamer. Maybe mm. it was it was one of those outlets. I believe it was PC Gamer, where he they talked about like the whole text that went out in in uh, in in um, China. Yes, uh-huh. and he basically said that definitely was not Blizzard. That was that was their publisher out in China. So it was right. a Chinese company responding on Chinese social media to of the course. event in hopes that China would not ban their company. So. Right. Yeah. So Jay Allen Brack basically said that was not us. We would not have approved that. We would never, he said, approve a message like that. So he, at right. least he finally, you know, commented on that because that was a huge question yeah. mark. But right, whatever. Yeah. The the still the the bands still stand. Mm. Yeah, he apologized. So whatever. Right. I honestly, and not to spend too much on this topic, we already sure. kind of talked about it off, uh, Mike. But uh-huh. I, I, he. I understand that something has to be, I guess, done uh, to uh, to establish, I guess, expectation, right? Yes. The platform, regardless of your political stance or belief on whatever topic uh, is out there, is probably not suited uh, for that message. And so that's probably whether it's, you know, Hong Kong, which we've already discussed to a a, yes. a pretty good degree, you know, we're in full support of or stuff more local, right? We have a lot of political discourse here uh, in the States. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably not the 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 platform to do that in those companies, whether it's Blizzard or any of the other esports companies probably don't want their platform to be used for that. So yes. I understand that they have to do something. That being said the the reaction was far, I I think everybody agrees was far too strong they sh- they completely mismanaged and mishandled the entire situation from beginning to end mm-hmm. um and and now they're having to to sort of uh, damage control that yeah. so i mean all that to say that the fact that he didn't lift bans or or th- that they or, or he didn't uh, change the the punishment that they've already adjusted, right? We yes, they've already toned it way down. They gave the guy his money back. They turned, you know, they they made it from I believe a year to six months, yes. which makes him eligible for the next big tournament still or something along yeah, those yeah. lines. The shoutcasters get their jobs back, right? Yeah. Um. So beyond that, it, you know, like I guess if we're looking at it in. Uh, uh, sort of from the outside without sort of emotion or anything mm-hmm. is probably uh, the best that they can do, right? Yeah. Um, but still, you would have liked to have heard a more uh, natural, uh, sincere, and topical apology, meaning yeah. 
what did you mess up? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. you mean like this whole thing happening in this other country with civil rights and all this other yeah. stuff and the fact that you, you know, you totally mishandled. I would have liked to have heard, you know, uh, Mr. Chung's uh, name. I, I Every time I try to say his name, I butcher it. <laughs> the shoutcasters, right? Yeah. Maybe an apology to them for not necessarily punishing them, but for punishing them so severely initially. Yeah. Right. And he um, did address that in that interview with PC Gamer, just the the shoutcasters, and he basically explained that like they're they're expected to keep things on rails, mm-hmm. and they're expected to not, you know, to if if something happens, then they're expected to basically. Uh, get back on track. Whereas right. in in their specific situation, they teed up Bliss Chung for his political statement. So oh, that's yeah. that's why he's not, you know, he's not. Right. He thinks six months is fair because they basically, yeah. ref, you know, did not do their jobs. Right. So, right. I mean, it is what it is. Yes, we we would rather Blizzard say, you know, give a nod to free speech. And they're, they're trying to do that by saying, you know, we want people to, to be able to express themselves, but what there aren't, what they are not saying, which everyone understands is we don't want that on our platform. Right. They don't want any like hot issues in locations where those issues are hot to be spoken of, you know, on their platform. Right. So that's, that's that's a business decision, basically, right? right? Of course, of course. So, yeah. Well, anyway, that there was that to kick there things off. There was that, yes. <laughs> and then we had the countdown. And tell you what, we are not going to talk about BlizzCon in the order in which it all went down on the mm-hmm. main stage. We're going to mix it up a little bit based on excitement. So, from my perspective, this is maybe least exciting to the most exciting. However. Right. Maybe Hearthstone has a game mode that might be more exciting to me than Overwatch itself, but uh, mm. your mileage may vary. So the the four mm. big announcements, a new expansion for Hearthstone called Descent of Dragons. Uh, next, the World of Warcraft has announced their next big expansion called Shadowlands. Mm-hmm. Overwatch got a two attached to the back of it and Uh-oh. diablo 4 exists. Oh, finally dude i <laughs> you know after watching the opening ceremony it's like yeah oh this is the this is the blizzcon that everybody was expecting last year yes exactly <laughs> yeah exactly oh um just as a quick update uh wyatt chang was at blizzcon he wasn't hiding we didn't see him like on the stage or anything and they're still in full development mode for Diablo mm-hmm. Immortal. Mm-hmm. And he, he's not on the Diablo 4 team. He's on a different team, basically. But he was there. He was smiling. People were, you know, a little worried about him that maybe his, his soul was crushed. But uh, oh. apparently he still smiles. So that's good. good. That's good. So, all right, Andy. Let's start off with uh, with Hearthstone. Hearthstone Descent of Dragons. How do we want to do this, Andy? Do you want to read through some of this here? Yeah. And then we can kind of circle back and talk about it. For sure. You ready? Yes. This is from from uh, Blizzard's uh, website itself, correct? Yeah, yeah, Hearthstone.com. Yeah, basically all of this, I'm sorry, just real quick. Everything that we're going to quote is from 
the official websites, except at the end where we're going to talk about Diablo. There were some really good notes from Diablofans.com. So we used a bunch from there, but sorry. Well, we will make sure to let you guys know. Hearthstone. Here be dragons. Gallic Grand, the father of all Gallic, or I'm sorry, the father of all dragon kind has awoken and he hungers as the brave heroes of the League of Explorers clash with the villainous League of Evil uh, in the skies above. Which side will you choose in this epic conclusion to the year long story? Some of the main features that they're uh, telling us about, uh, Manny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galakrond, all five members of the League of Evil, E-V-I-L, that's an acronym for something, can summon a unique version of Galakrond, the mightiest dragon in Azeroth's history. Utter the precursor dragon's name with a new invoke keyword to upgrade his hero card and amplify his strength. New keyword invoke. Minions and spells with the invoke keyword, will trigger Galakron's hero power and empower Galakron himself. Legendary Dragons by Mad- uh, Muradin's Beard. That's a lot of dragons. I don't know how many dragons <laughs> we're getting. Uh, side quests. I'm sure there was some sort of image attached to it. Yes. Uh, side quests. New mechanics challenging you to perform certain actions during a game. Oh, uh, yes. So there you go. Now, I did see... Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Manny, that in the uh, presentation they were talking about a lot of this stuff being already available for pre-order. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Most most of these things you can pre-order right now if you're interested in. There's several mm-hmm. different packs. Some of them are like you get 60 card packs. You get 100 RNG card packs. So, yeah, you can spend money now if you're interested. But, yeah, right. Hearthstone is a card game, basically. And with most card games you have like a keyword. So for instance, like one keyword that's been around for a while is called death rattle. So whenever a, a, a card dies that has death rattle, there's a certain thing that'll happen whenever the card dies. So for instance, mm. uh, there's a legendary card uh, for Sylvanas. And whenever she dies, she steals a minion from the enemy side, takes it and makes it your minion. So you want to be strategic whenever you're going to kill Sylvanas. Otherwise, she's going to take one of your cards and play. So uh, invoke is just a new keyword. And so so this is it's 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 uh, we're not going to go super deep to explain what everything is. If you know Mm -hmm. Hearthstone, Hearthstone, you know what I mean? If you don't know Hearthstone, then maybe this will pique your interest. But. One thing they do is they add a lot of expansions throughout the year, and this is just their latest one. This one's set to be released on December 10th. Right around the corner. Yes, right around the corner. And one big feature that is a part of this here expansion, which I think is is the key feature. This thing seems really cool. Mm-hmm. They are getting a new game mode called Battlegrounds. And this is from uh, Hearthstone.com. Welcome to Hearthstone Battlegrounds, a brand new auto-battling game mode that introduces a fresh, strategic eight-player experience to Hearthstone. In Battlegrounds, you'll take on the role of a familiar hero straight out of the Hearthstone history, craft a powerful board of recruited minions and face off in an action-packed series of duels until a single winner is crowned. 
Battlegrounds is everything you know and love about Hearthstone. Familiar minion types such as murlocs, mechs, and demons. Oh my. Keywords and cards, but played in a way you've never experienced before. So Sounds sounds exciting. It, 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 I think it is exciting. So like I talked, actually talked about this during the patron cast, but I have started playing team fight tactics. It is a, an auto battler game, like a, the, in the auto chess genre for league of legends. And it's, it's similar. Like they, they took a lot of the similar mechanics there and somehow through some type of magic applied it to hearthstone. So I've I've watched some of the games played and it's I I was struggling. I was trying to put some notes together to try and explain the game mode. It is really hard for me to explain. Mm-hmm. Uh but after watching it, it it's pretty easy to grasp. But basically you start you're playing with a bunch of against a bunch of other people. You have a round where you you choose like a hero that has different powers and then there's like a a shop phase it's a 60 second phase where you spend gold that you earn in between battles and you could buy different cards you could take that Mm -hmm. card put it on your deck that card's gonna get a battle for you so if you have a card you don't like you could sell it back to the shop um so there's a lot of um kind of coming up with a strategy and forming something as you go to be more powerful as you get further into the round so ultimately you want to end up with a deck that will rule them all where you can beat everybody, basically the other eight people in the experience. So it actually looks really fun and I'm, I want to play it. I think it's cool. Except, except for the RNG card packs, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that is a separate thing from this particular mm-hmm. mode. And mm-hmm. there are some details about access to the mode. So you'll have to go to hearthstone.com to get all the details. But yeah, that is something that always keeps me away from getting fully invested into Hearthstone again. Mm-hmm. It's the RNG packs, dude. Yeah. It's like, oh, you spend all this money and you don't know what you're going to get. And then you could spend, you can get like 60 packs and just not get anything you want. So there is a crafting system yeah, to right. get stuff that you missed, but still, you know. But that, that is Hearthstone. So nice. Yeah, man. Let's move on to World of Warcraft Shadowlands. And oh, do dude, you want to read this? Really good, bro. Yes, absolutely. Um, once again, from the website, uh, Brave the Beyond. The veil between life and death is no more. With a single act of destruction, Sylvanas Windrunner has ripped open the way to the afterlife. Azeroth's staunchest defenders have been dragged into all-consuming darkness. An ancient force of death threatens to break its bonds and unravel reality. Hidden realms of wonder and horror await any who would pass to the other side. The Shadowlands is the home to an entire realm of the departed. It is a world between worlds whose delicate balance preserves life and death itself. As one of Azeroth's greatest champions, you have been granted the power to cross over in body and soul. Now, you must investigate a conspiracy to unmake the cosmos and help Warcraft Legends journey back or fulfill their ultimate destiny. Ooh, man, that sounds crazy. There you go. Yeah, it does. So, okay. 
we we start off with this really great cinematic of Sylvanas Windrunner fighting Bulvar at the Frozen Throne. And it turns out that uh, Sylvanas just kicks his butt pretty handily. He yeah. takes off the helm of domination and she rips it in half. Right. And then it opens up the portal to the Shadowlands. But mm-hmm. okay, so Andy, you're not a Warcraft player. Like, I'm not. like all that's pretty foreign to you. But what did you think about what you saw? Dude, we, we talked a little bit about it um, before we got started, but Blizzard does such an exceptional job with, uh, I mean, in this case, it was a trailer, right? But even mm-hmm. if we're talking yes. about like Diablo 3, which is really the main Blizzard game that I play, the in-game yeah. cinematics are just, I mean, off the scale, bro. You know, the animation, yes. the style in which they present the the, 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 the story um, is is beautiful man the color palettes that they use are uh great the action in uh the trailer was great uh in 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 particular this one um dude the fight sequence was awesome dude watching watching it all go down dude all the the different effects right when when you know that uh the that king guy uh, Mm -hmm. and you know summons that cloud and he's kind of striking but and she's this little elf this dark elf girl is just like totally just i mean completely whooping uh this dude man like not even breaking a sweat bro um it was awesome dude it was it was really exciting man it got me totally hyped for for this game and I don't even play Warcraft. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh and I mentioned that the oh, the last time I remember getting that into uh a cinematic like that was uh the last one that you sent me which was the the one about the 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 warrior when he takes his armor off and talks oh, like yeah. his like this riveting speech to this other like smaller uh I guess they were orcs, right? Mhm. Yeah, um, it was it was an orc and a troll. Yeah, dude, that was yeah. so awesome, dude. Like, like they, they do that so well, man. Yeah. Um, but this was no, this was, uh, you know, some of their best work that I've seen, man. It's really, exci- really exciting. Yeah, you know what? Like, if you know how they had the Warcraft movie, it didn't do as well as yeah. they needed it to. Like, right. I think if they would have just got the cinematic team together and just did like a two and a half hour movie, animated with movie, that yeah. Talent, yeah, like it would have yeah, been dude. so much better. Yeah, yeah, but, it was great, dude. Yeah, so so that's that's what happened. So Shadowlands, it is it's an it's the newest expansion that's coming sometime in 2020. Uh mm-hmm. new expansion every 2 years basically. So that's pretty awesome. Always always supporting with the new content. And some of the major features, there's five new zones in the Shadowlands, so you're going to an entirely new place, and that's usually what they do. They have a new continent, and you'll go there, and there's different zones, and each zone has their own unique biomes and stuff, and different Mm -hmm. creatures. With the Shadowlands, it has to be something totally different that is not a part of anything we've seen before, so all the creatures, they're all new, all new artwork and stuff, so it, it looks really, really cool. They are introducing a thing called the the Covenant System. And Mm. what the Covenant System is, is it gives you an opportunity to kind of progress your character after you hit level cap. And this is from their website. You'll gain access to your Covenant Sanctum, where you'll accept unique quests, undertake a sprawling Covenant campaign, and call upon your allies to embark 
on important missions. You'll also earn unique mm. abilities based on your covenant and class, acquire a unique mount and visual appearance, and forge bonds mm. with powerful souls, drawing on their essence to further customize your skills. So, man, it's just this whole system that they've kind of created to to kind of keep you playing and keep you, there's just something to work on as you play. So mm-hmm. one thing they did two expansions ago, it was, uh, the expansion was called Legion and you had this artifact weapon. And these were fabled weapons in the world of Warcraft and history that you've always wanted because they're so cool, but the NPCs have them, right? Like the, the heroes mm-hmm. have these weapons. The mm-hmm. artifact weapon system allowed you to have these weapons yourselves, which was amazing. And you got to level them up. But there was this little part of the system that you didn't really like too much. And I'll talk about that in the second in a second. Because in the current expansion, the Battle for Azeroth, you got a different kind of artifact called the Heart of Azeroth, which was a necklace, a neck piece. So mm-hmm. there's no visual component, right? There's no mm-hmm. like emotional feels to this amazing weapon. But a part of both of those systems is that you have this endless grind attached to it for artifact power. So whenever you collect artifact power, you initially would level up the system and choose talents and stuff. And then eventually you're just getting more and more and more and more powerful over time. Mm -hmm. But it's an endless grind that really did bad things for the community overall. And the overall system after having it for so long is that people just don't like it because you're committed to doing all these activities to to grow and power. And it's like, after a while, it's like, I can't level any alts really because they don't have enough power. If I'm not logging in every week, then you know I'm gonna fall behind in my raid team or I'm not gonna be invited to pugs because my power level's too low, even though I have really good gear. So it made all these pro- all these promises are all these uh, problems, but this new system, there's no more artifact power, there's no more endless grind. So mm-hmm. one theme about the World of Warcraft's uh, new expansion is that they've taken a lot of the old systems that people have been complaining about, and even the presenter Ian Hostakosits, he's up there and he's kind of poking poking holes in all these systems nobody likes. And he's like, I agree with you. These are bad. But we tried them because we thought they were cool. They're mm-hmm. not cool. So we're taking them out. So, right, right. So it's it's really cool that they are doing stuff like this and responding to community feedback in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. I think it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It sounds, but, it sounds like they're listening. So Yes, for sure. Uh, Andy, do you want to take this next part? Heck, yeah. Another feature Infinite Dungeon. Dun, dun, Torghast, dun. <laughs> I know, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Torghast, Tower of the Damned. Uh, Torghast, Tower of the Damned. That's the name of the Infinite Dungeon. Man. Yes. Torghast is an endlessly replayable, ever-changing dungeon that you can challenge alone or in a group. Your runs will differ each time, but you'll need to explore cautiously. Death comes to a, Death comes at a terrible cost. Defeat enough of Torghast's unpredictable challenges and you'll be rewarded with unique abilities and items to ensure your present survival or bolster your next run. The further you progress, the greater your likelihood of retrieving materials to craft the legendary weapons and armor that will, that you'll need uh, that will help you restore balance 
to the Shadowlands. Sorry, my words got crossed up there, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, dude. Uh, so this is a, a totally cool new system, which I think is fantastic. Kind of reminds me of like Greater Rift from Diablo. Mm-hmm. Like it just gets harder and harder. So that's pretty cool. You could, you know, there's like an entire system for you to get materials to craft legendary items. Mm-hmm. So what's cool about this is that in the couple expansions ago, Legion, they had legendary armor. It used to be that a legendary was so crazy that like maybe a handful of people on your whole server would have them. They were mm-hmm. really hard to get. They take a long time. And there were always something like, wow, one day I want a legendary. And it's like, you know, you're still playing the mm-hmm. game years later. And it's like, I still have never had a legendary. So in Legion, they made oh legendaries God, a part sucks, of the expansion. Dude. Yeah, I know, right? There were these mythical items. And they, I mean, I think thematically mm-hmm. it kind of made sense because it's like mm-hmm. unattainable for most people. But they Jeez. they brought in legendaries to where everyone can get them. And one bad part about that is that uh, there was like a whole meta about the legendaries. You had to have certain ones for certain specs or else you just will not perform anywhere near as what you could. Mm -hmm. You can go and people did go for almost the entire expansion without getting the legendary they needed. So they were never able to realize the, the maximum potential of their build. Yeah. which was frustrating. And then eventually there, yeah. they were like, well, you know what? You can just buy the legendary. So it was like, Oh my gosh. What? Like, yeah. So now they have this system. They're like, legendaries are awesome. How about if you do this activity, you can just craft whatever one you want. Yeah. So that sounds way better. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I mean, it's always been, you know, I've said before, right. When, whenever you, it, it's, I understand that you mm-hmm. you have to introduce something to make your game replayable, right? Yes. But at some point, like there's a there's a curve, right? Uh, yeah. That precipitously drops the longer a player's been playing your game, and and that player's not getting uh, <laughs> that item, right? Like oh, for instance, yeah. decorations, right? In Monster Hunter, for oh, you, yes, yes, you were like, okay, yeah, I'm having fun, I'm having fun, I'm not playing anymore. Right, because it was like it's just, it's just not it, the return yeah. on investment of on time invested is not worth it, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Was, uh, as opposed to like you say, for instance, maybe them introducing a way for you to quote unquote earn those things right through gameplay, probably a significant yeah. amount of gameplay. But now they say, okay, you know what? Now you have the required amount of time invested here <laughs> yeah. you can craft this awesome attack jewel or you know yeah. crit jewel or whatever uh to to mm. make those builds that are going to make you say oh you know what this takes my build to the next level now i'm having fun right because now i'm really doing some damage or you know whatever it is that you want to do in the game um but that's always been interesting to me how the, you know they just haven't seen whether it's you know, destiny or fill in the blank, right? Yeah. Uh, any, any loot or time investment game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at some point it's like, all right, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> going to stop playing this game because I just can't get that thing yeah. uh, that I need or that I'd like to have. That would mm-hmm. totally make this game, it, you know, it'll break open another 80 hours of gameplay for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you have anyway, to make the grind satisfying, cool. right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it sounds like they, they, they're trying, right? Even these guys who have done it for so long, so well for so long, uh, are still tweaking. So. Oh, yeah. It's funny because every expansion, it's like all new ideas, all these different changes to classes and stuff. And they redo the talents and redo just like it's like they rewrite so much stuff, but they're just they're just trying to find something awesome and they just yeah. keep trying. So it's it's pretty cool. That's one reason why people have been playing this game for 15 years. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, lastly, the last thing about World of Warcraft, mm. they're doing this level squish. So um, mm. the max level currently is at 120. They're squishing it all the way down so the max level is 60. So the reason why I bring up that is because they have this whole new feature, which is kind of interesting, and it's kind of an, an effort to get new people into the game and not be completely overwhelmed. Because, Andy, if it's like, okay, you have to grind out 120 levels just yeah. to get to the end, it's like, it's pretty daunting. The game is massive now. And it is so Andy, big. you have to play 15 years worth of game to get to the next. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. so this is what they're doing. They have this new system. So from level 1 to level 10, it's called a new journey. So new characters will embark on an introductory voyage to learn about everything there is to do in Azeroth, including your first mini dungeon. Hmm. So so that sounds pretty cool, pretty appealing to a new player, right? You get to level mm -hmm. 10 and it's just about learning. But once you know that once you hit level 10, then you know you're going to be let loose in the world. So level 10 to 50 is uh, called a pick your era. Now this is this is really interesting. Play the latest expansion, Battle for Azeroth, or or follow Chromie back in time and tackle any other expansion you choose with challenges that scale to characters level ten through fifty, which mm. is really interesting. So every couple years, they release a new expansion. There's a ton of expansions now. So it's like, instead of playing level one and playing through every single expansion just to get to the end, mm -hmm. you can just pick one. If you want to pick through the panda one, pick through the panda one. If you want to mm -hmm. pick through the spa Space Goats expansion, then play that one. Whatever you choose, you can play through, and that'll get you enough experience to go from 10 to 50. Uh, pretty quickly too. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's very smart because I think it would be really discouraging for a new player to kind of open up the map and just be totally overwhelmed. So instead you're like, pick from one of these options. There's a whole quest line associated with it to kind of guide you through before you can get to, you know, finally level 50 to 60 being the new expansion. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I thought that was worth mentioning. That's a, that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing to try and kind of uh, make their game not so overwhelming to people. Right, right. Well, it seems like uh, it, it seems more manageable that way, at least for a new player, right? Yeah, I think so. So, yes, coming 2020, Shadowlands uh, beta coming soon, I believe. Nice. Uh, next up, next up, let's uh, let's talk quickly. There's and this is going to be pretty quick though. Uh, Overwatch, mm -hmm. Overwatch Two. So the backstory of Overwatch, Overwatch lore tells us that an organization called Overwatch, which is an international task force that was assembled by the UN, uh, it has been broken up. Right. So they first 
got formed, these this group of heroes to combat this omnic crisis is what it was called. So it was just a bunch of, you know, bunch of uh, heroes, basically. Um, so once they kind of dealt with that, then they had all this internal drama and stuff, something crazy happened, and they basically got disbanded and kind of shamed. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's where Overwatch comes from. Uh, Overwatch 2 is basically the reunion. So the reunion tour. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> Andy, do you want to run us through this, uh, what this is and, and kind of take us through some of these major features here? Yes, sir. Uh, reunite and stand together in a new age of heroes. Overwatch two builds on an award-winning foundation of epic competitive play and challenge and challenges the world's heroes to team up, power up and take on an overwhelming outbreak of threats around the globe. Major features, Manny. A visual evolution. Overwatch 2 evolves the look and feel of the world with more dynamic environments, larger scale battles, additional in-game storytelling uh, events, and improved atmospheric effects and shadows. Heroes in Overwatch 2 will also have a brand new look with greater detail and higher fidelity. Co-op missions... Wait, there's co-op missions? Co-op missions, yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, play, <laughs> play an active role in the next chapter of the Overwatch saga through a series of intense four-player missions. The battle continues with hero missions as escalating crisis, as escalating crisis break out around the world, uh, encounter an ever-changing array of scenarios with a range of diverse and dangerous enemies. Level up your favorite heroes and earn powerful customization options to help beat the odds. And a new PvP map type, Push. In Push, a new symmetrical map type that will launch with Overwatch 2, teams battle to take control of a robot that begins in a a central location, then push it towards the enemy base. Either team may take control of the robot at any time. The team that pushes the robot furthest onto the enemy side wins the game. Wow. So, yeah, I guess the Overwatch 2 is like uh, PvE stuff. It sounds like it, right? Um, Yeah. Which is is cool. Um, You know, the game, I felt like, could have... Well, I say could have used a PvE uh, portion... Mm-hmm. But yeah. clearly, I mean, it did fine <laughs> being PvP <laughs> yeah. only, right? Um, yes. But I just thought, like, dude, there was so much story. Well, again, the cinematics, the st- you know, the videos that we got about each hero, um, their backstories that they put out, right, when the, the game yeah. first came out, they're incredible, man. They they're so well made, and it would just been so cool to been to have been able to play those characters in some sort of PVE environment. I mean. You know, we've seen it in the past, right? Uh, Titanfall 2 comes to yeah. mind, right? They, they did an exceptional single-player campaign, and mm-hmm. the focus of their game is multiplayer, right? So, yes, yeah. Um, I don't know. It didn't have to be a huge campaign, but mm-hmm. something would have been nice, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of Titan, Titan was the code name for the MMORPG Blizzard was working on that was going to kind of replace World of Warcraft, and it, it failed to meet Blizzard's um, quality standards, and that eventually became Overwatch. Yeah. So, there pretty crazy. Go. Full circle. They're coming back. They're like, well, maybe PvE is a good idea after all. Right. Which is there funny. But this is this is kind of uh, interesting because the first thought is, you know, you kind of think of like Call of Duty. They're always replacing their game every year over and over. 
mm-hmm. then you lose all your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you did buy a cool outfit, it, it's gone, right? It's locked to the other game. What's cool about this is uh, your accomplishments, loot collections will be carried forward to Overwatch 2. That means you'll keep your skins, player icons, sprays, emotes, and more. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a pretty huge dope. win. That's a huge win, man, because I know that people, I mean, that's that's sort of a, a point of contention for uh, a lot of games, right? I, you know, Destiny, uh, transitioning into Destiny 2, that was a huge complaint for a lot of people, right? Yeah. They've invested so much money in Eververse and none of that stuff comes with them. So yeah. um, I think especially for a game like Overwatch that has loot boxes, that has those things, for yeah. those things to come across or come over, I think it's a huge uh, win for those yeah. players, for those players that are invested in that game, especially. Yeah, and it seems. I mean, I don't know of any game that's had a sequel that's done this. Yeah, but I know. Not, it does, nothing crazy. comes to mind. Yeah, no. So that's that's cool. That's very cool. So if you are an Overwatch One player and you don't buy Overwatch Two, what happens? Uh, current Overwatch players will battle side by side with Overwatch Two players in PvP multiplayer. Ooh, they'll also be able that. to play Overwatch Two heroes and maps. What? <laughs> so no way. You, that's crazy. Like, yeah. You, okay. So you're playing Overwatch 2. I'm playing Overwatch 1. Mm-hmm. I could still play with you. That's cool. With, with Overwatch yeah. 2 heroes. Yeah. And, and all the new maps Overwatch you get. Maps. <laughs> I, I get to play them. Yeah. This, I, I'm really impressed. Like, this is really, um, they could have totally went for a cash grab. And just did a total yeah. reboot, make everybody buy everything. That's what Activision does with Call of Duty. It's expected. Mm-hmm. People hate them for it, but they buy it anyways. People would have bought it anyways, but they're deciding to uh, to uh, kind of be nice, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. This is really great. So this begs players. the question then. Um, yes. Why, why buy uh, Overwatch 2? Uh for the PvE stuff, I guess. I guess, right? huh? Like all Maybe, the progression oh, and and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure, right? That all the new, they probably not everything uh, they'll, they'll have access to. But may, it sounds like mainly it'll just be the heroes and and the maps. My guess yeah. is maybe a game mode in there that. Oh, oh, I bet you that's what it is. The game mode, the new push game mode. Probably yeah, won't yeah. be a part of that. Um, Possibly. Yeah, but I think the push is going to be a part of overwatch league. Mm-hmm. So I, it might be, I don't know. That's still a Who question. Knows? Yeah. Well, still, still look, they, they're offering a lot here. I mean, even the fact that they're just, that they're saying, Hey, as an overwatch one, uh, participant, you yes. will have access to new, new heroes, new maps and play with people playing overwatch two right now. That's, that's a huge win that keeps yeah. your pool of your player base pool. Uh, uh, or I should say, uh, population, uh, pretty healthy too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, it's a good good effort to keep people together. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's actually pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I don't play Overwatch. I haven't yeah. for a really long time. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but uh, Andy, yes. that brings oh, us. Oh, dude, to don't the final even. game. Okay, I hope you set an additional 45 minutes aside, everybody. (laughs) So, man, we... Okay, BlizzCon starts, and we get this nine-minute cinematic trailer that is both amazing and terrifying. Diablo 4. 
The amazing mm. action RPG series brings the classic isometric camera. It's not like uh, the over-the-shoulder, what people thought was happening, perhaps. They're sticking to their roots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, dark, gothic um, story. Just really, really like everything that one would hope to see in a Diablo sequel I see in Diablo 4 so far. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. It it looked just beautiful once again the um uh, that opening uh or the reveal cinematic, right? Yeah. Um it just and the gameplay like all of it looks so cool, dude. It it was uh it was uh, I have a million questions, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was really impressed. Like, yeah, the cinematic team, incredible job. Like, I couldn't imagine them doing it any better. And just just the whole like, so what's happening here is that as we learned from Diablo three that um, all all of the demon souls were trapped in the soul stone, right? So mm-hmm. then, like. We're fighting, we're killing all the, 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 the demons and stuff. And then what happens is that the soul stone ultimately gets lost. And then um, what happens is that you can't contain all these, these like demon souls in this, this uh, thing for too long. So they kind of disperse throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening is that this happens, uh, like Reaper of Souls happens. So this Diablo 4 is like decades after. Mm-hmm. So the world is still just messed up, like really bad, torn up. And then, um, so in the cinematic, what happens is that just through different circumstances, the the actual creator of Sanctuary, Lilith, who Mm -hmm. long ago had a relationship with an angel. Lilith is a demon. Mm -hmm. And they were so tired of the war and everything that was happening. So they created the the planet Sanctuary and they created all the beings on it, being humans or Nephilim. Mm -hmm. So somehow they summon Lilith back to Sanctuary. It's like, what? Like, what is going to happen? Like, you're effectively bringing back the God of sanctuary to sanctuary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's happy about that. Right. Right. And, and I mean, having not been a Diablo, uh, one and two player, right? Like <laughs> what were the circumstances surrounding her banishment? Uh, you know, it, yeah. it appears that it's not a good thing that she's coming back. So, <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean, man, she's it's... a daughter of one of the prime evils right mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. um is it is it bail i can't remember yeah i believe so so uh, she's like a she's a major character for sure right yeah yeah dude the the the, the character looks so ridiculously good man she looks like uh um what's it called from that 80s fantasy movie you know what i'm talking about the one with tom cruise is it called Legend? Uh, Top Gun? No, 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 <laughs> no. I think it's called Legend. With the, big de- with, the, with the big uh, devil character. <laughs> I'm I'm a, a, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Legend. Anyway, she looks so cool, dude, with those huge horns, man, and the way they yeah. bring her back, right? It's, uh, I, for a minute there, I thought it was, um, uh, I forget the angel's name in, in Diablo 3. Tyrion? 
Tyrael. I thought it was yeah. Tyrael for a second, but uh, but then I was like, he's too wimpy to be Tyrael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. No, dude, it was so cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, and like the character Lilith was. I don't know how they did it, but she was both like beautiful and gross yes. and terrifying at the exact same time. Right. Yeah. 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 Dude, it's, it was, it's really crazy. Impressive. Mm-hmm. All right. So there is so much information and also so little information at the same time. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through, like I mentioned earlier, the diablofans.com. They took some pretty good notes down about the different things that we learned from some of the panels and stuff. So we're going to check out some of that information and try to answer some of our questions here. But the first thing are the classes. They reveal that there's going to be a total of five classes at launch. We got to see the sorceress, the barbarian and the druid. No, uh, no demon hunter. That concerns me. Yeah. They did (laughs) not show a demon hunter. Just kidding. They, they they didn't show anything else. I mean, right. So either they're going to create all new classes, which would be super cool, or they'll bring back something old, you know, We'd, right. we we have yeah. no idea. I'm down for both of those, by the way. Yes. Yeah. E- either way, I'm, I'm good with it. The sorceress looks basically like a mage, like mm-hmm. a witch, like a, you know, this, the same kind of themes where, you know, you have cold abilities, you have fire abilities, you can freeze enemies and stuff. So I wasn't, I mean, looked great. Gameplay looked awesome. I wasn't super impressed with the class itself because, mm. I don't know, I'm just kind of like, that class always seems the same to me. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't really play any of those classes uh, in Diablo mm-hmm. uh, 3. Um, but I mean, still, it looked really cool, man. It's some there the area of effect uh, sort of attacks that yes that uh, you know she had were were pretty awesome looking, and all of them the 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 graphics look incredible, yeah. man. Yes, a, a lot of control, a lot of mm-hmm. damage, uh, fragile glass cannon, typical, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, the barbarian. What'd you Barb. think about the barbarian, dude? Um, dude, impressive, man. Pretty like he was just ripping. Uh, mobs to shreds, dude. Which is what you come <laughs> to expect from a from a yeah. barb, right? But like uh, a strong man he, tearing apart phone books. Yeah, no kidding, dude. It, <laughs> Just like it pieces looks, going flying. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, man, like there were moments there where I was like, "What was that? The barbarian? No, it has some sort of elemental attack. It can't be yeah. the barbarian. <laughs> I gotta look it again." Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, dude, it, it looked uh, really impressive. I, I I don't know, man. It was a long. Uh, a longer video. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched. I wa- I rewatched just the like the trailer and then the gameplay video. Yeah. Um, but I still can't get a sense. You know, like I really didn't. I'm mainly played uh, Demon Hunter and um, Necromancer. Yeah. Uh, I know. Like some of our friends, like Joe, loves the Barb, right? And I yeah. tried to get into the Barb, but it wasn't like I don't know. I just couldn't really get into it. I liked the, the more of the ranged attacks than jumping in there and sort of. Sure you know, demolishing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a really like hard, none of the classes that I play were in there. So I was like, man, I don't, I don't like, I guess it's cool. It looks <laughs> awesome. But like, how is this going to translate? Like, yeah. Does it look familiar? Right. And it just, yes, didn't really for me, but, uh, but nonetheless, 
I'm super excited, dude. Uh, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to see the rest of the classes that they're going to bring out. So the Barb will be able to equip four weapons at any given time, which is two oh, more man. weapons than anyone else. Than they do. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so one or two-handed. And it all depends on whatever skill you're using. So basically, if you have a skill that requires a two-hander, you use your two-hander. And, and same thing with a, a single one-handed mm-hmm. weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's unique like that. And so that's a pretty interesting mechanic. And then we also got to see the Druid. Mm-hmm. The Druid, I thought, was most impressive to me mm-hmm. because just fluid combat. All of a sudden, you're you're a, you're just big old giant dude doing nature magic and throwing boulders, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you turn into a big old were bear, and you're mm-hmm. swiping people. And then you turn into this werewolf, and it's you're you're changing like seamlessly, really quick. Shape shift. I was yeah. impressed. Do we I have anything? Do we have anything like a druid currently, uh, Manny? No. Would the closest thing be the the which is the, the witch doctor? Is that the one with all the pets? Yeah, the witch doctor has a lot of pets, but the witch right. doctor's gameplay is more like you kind of sit back and make your pets do everything. Right, and but I, I guess what pretty in your well, face? Yeah. Yes. Right. But I guess like in the sense that like you have access to all these different kinds of creatures to attack. Yeah, uh, I guess that's what I was trying to say. Like, is the druid like mm. that where where it's not pets you're using? You yourself are shape shifting into all these different, uh, I guess, type of creatures. And then how does that translate to to gameplay? Right? Like, does the werebear yeah. play a lot like a barb? Right? Like a tank or something like that? Where some of the other things that it shape shifts into are more ranged, which you know begs or uh, yeah. leads to. So like options, right? I now I can mm. play, you know, maybe I do want to play like a barb in this particular encounter. Maybe I want to play more like a, you know, a ranged character in this encounter. Yeah. You know, it it really it's really exciting to see that, man. Yeah, and depending on your build, you can actually whenever you shape shift, you can do it to like reduce damage or something like that or or you mm-hmm. could kind of mm-hmm. tailor it so that you're not just changing shapes, you're also gaining an ability or gaining some kind of benefit from doing that. Right, right. So, um, but it seems like it just uh, those are just um, options, right? Uh, yes, and leads to diversity in 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 not just builds, but what you're able to put together mm-hmm. uh, for for builds. Man, that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, we also got to see the the talent tree. So you mm-hmm. can you could spend points and just a typical talent tree, nothing too crazy, nothing like Path of Exile, where you open up the passive tree for Path of Exile, and it's just like a it looks like a spider web of a of a million options, right? It looks like mm-hmm. you're looking at the stars at night. Uh, <laughs> this was more more straightforward. You pick a path, and each path will give you different abilities that you know alter your playstyle ultimately. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like on Reddit are kind of crying about like, oh, there's going to be a lack of customization. Didn't they learn anything? They're going to make it too simple. But there's all kinds of different things you can do. They have like the rune word system again, where you can you have these different runes that you combine together to, to kind of alter abilities. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, as an example, you can give one that that when you take a potion, you can do like more crit damage and you. You, you don't like that anymore. So instead, uh, 
instead of uh, doing more crit damage, you change out the rune and, and make it give you more speed or whatever. So you could kind of like alter and change a lot of different things around to to completely change how you're playing your class. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the big focus, I think. Mm-hmm. The game is so early in development. We're not going to see this for a couple of years, I think, Andy. Which now they did, yeah, sad. right, yeah, I know. <laughs> but but they did have a playable, uh, I guess, demo. Yes, uh, there at BlizzCon, they did. Yeah, they have nice. a playable demo set together. They did say this. They said everything you see here at BlizzCon, the everything in the demo and the world and the map, it all functions. It all looks awesome. But they said that's everything we have. It's like we have to go back and make everything else. They're like, look at the map. The map is so big. There's five different regions. They're really, really, really very large, like 20, 50 times larger than some of the largest areas in Diablo. Like they're oh massive. Gosh. So big that you we can have mounts. Oh wow. Okay. So so we're nice. gonna have mounts. You want a okay. horse, you want a you know, a flaming chicken, I don't know. But you're gonna have these mounts. <laughs> I want an and, ostrich. Uh, yeah, and like the customization is so deep that you could even customize your mount uh movements and stuff to give you oh, more wow. speed and stuff like that and mm-hmm. So it's 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 really huge, but it's like they're like we have to go home and make this all. Like there's so much work to do. So it's like right. I'm so glad they showed us this, but we understand mm-hmm. why did they didn't show us anything last year? Right, they didn't have anything to show. Didn't have anything. Yeah, yeah, dude. They 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 are taking their sweet time with Diablo, man. How many they years got, have yeah. we been like, hey? Diablo 4? Nope. <laughs> well, they have to make it perfect, right? Yeah. It has oh, yeah. to do it has to be good, man. So, yeah, it's, speaking about the world, they are going with this idea of having certain parts of the world be open world mm-hmm. where you can see other players. Uh how yeah. many other players? It depends on the zone. It depends on the activities in the zone. They're going to dynamically okay. change based on what's going on. Yeah. So if you go into an area and there's like a world boss, then mm-hmm. there'll be more people who can access that area at a time. So there's also going to be different uh, areas for like PVP zones. So you can go into an area. That's crazy. And you could actually go hostile on another player and kill him. And if you're playing on hardcore, yeah. there's permadeath. You can kill somebody forever. That's pretty cool. And scary. Permanently? That's yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more scary than cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know what? I don't do much hardcore. Um, uh-huh. But, uh, but yeah, dude, that would make me so nervous. I know that's such an important thing to a lot of players and especially a lot of streamers. Um, yeah. You gotta have yeah, that, that drama. introduces a whole yeah a whole different dynamic to that yeah. uh, gameplay, doesn't it? Yeah, man. Um, they did say about dungeons though. There's gonna be hundreds of dungeons, like hundreds of them. Oh wow! Maybe just a hundred or more than a hundred, but they definitely said the word hundred. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of dungeons, and those are still private, just like they are in Diablo three. Okay. Okay. So good. the same way we go through dungeons and do all that stuff, it's gonna be the exact same. And there's not going to be a single load screen in the game. 
So wow. you'll go to an area to go to the dungeon. You just go in and go. Like there's no going wow. through a glowing door and then you appear. So, so that's that's cool. So Manny, this sounds like it's all going to be next gen, bro. Yes, it yeah. really does. Yeah. And they did say this during the open, opening ceremony. Mm. They said it's going to be available on on PC. That's mm-hmm. uh, also being developed simultaneously for Xbox and PlayStation Four. So they okay. mentioned the current gen uh, uh, systems. Somebody asked them about it during a Q and A, and they said, "Why didn't you say PlayStation Five? Because that's mm-hmm. already been announced." And he said, the reason why we did not say PlayStation 5 is because we don't know when that's coming out. So well, they're like... we do, right? <laughs> we do. It's coming <laughs> hol- so it's like, what are you guys doing to us? Because yeah, that right. makes everybody hope that it's coming in 2020. Oh, no, dude. I would not. I wouldn't even go there. No. I. I you know what? This is coming out next gen. I'm not even starting that game. Yeah, uh, about, you know, thinking it's going to be out sooner than that. No if way. If I had to guess, Andy, I would say... 2021 holiday. That's okay. what I would guess. Yeah, that they seems did like tell a reasonable us, guess. Yeah, based on everything you saw in the demo, everything yeah. they said they're going to put into it, and how much how much work seems left. It's crazy. Listen, uh, I know I don't want to sidetrack us uh, because no, I know fine, we've got fine. a lot of stuff that we want to get to, but they better come out and say, you know what, and it's going to cost $150, but we're not going to put anything in it that wasn't already in it in Diablo 3 <laughs> the uh-huh. way you know what I mean oh, no micro no nothing it's a right. single player offline like whenever you well, want to play I've got it. news for you buddy don't They're, do it <laughs> they they have the box copy you just buy the game yeah. they're going to have expansions so okay. not just like Diablo 1 had Reaper Souls and that's it they're going right. to have multiple expansions so okay. you have to buy for that buy that yeah they will not sell anything that offers any type of power, but they will have a cash shop for cosmetic stuff. I don't want that. I don't want that. They don't have it for, like, right now, right? They don't have they any. Do. They do, just not in America. Oh, okay. Well, Which is, they... in the Asian markets, they have uh, cosmetic <laughs> shops, and apparently... That really does a lot for their bottom line, dude. Well, so. okay, fine. Let the Asian markets carry the weight for all of us. Thank you all. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, that's one of the... Uh, anyway, you know what? So, we're Andy, gonna, yeah. okay. I'm going to be... All of a sudden, we're going to start playing, and you're going to be like, Manny, is that a new tuxedo you wearing? I know, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're like, no, I earned it. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you did it. <laughs> no, you did yeah. not. You, no, you, you did bought it. Oh, man. Okay. That's that's us in two years. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, back, back on so track. Back on track. Dungeons. Uh, high level of replayability. Mm-hmm. Um, just they're, they're working real hard on their tech. It's, it's a total new engine, by the way. From the ground up, new engine. Mm-hmm. So it is the game itself looks so very good. Uh, the mm-hmm. character models, they don't have cutscenes. They just zoom in on your character because you look that good. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, very happy about it. Let's see here. Um, they want to change the balance. Diablo 3 is all about set items, and it's all about percentages. Yes. Which is kind of boring because you just pick one of these sets, and that's it. You just have to go for the set. 
uh, go for the, and then you have to, you know, mod out your character to, to where mm. you get X percentage, you know, 3000 percentage more damage of to your whatever falling heaven or whatever. Like yeah. they're like, yeah. we want to get away from that. That leads to wild scaling to now we're doing greater rift one thirty or whatever, or even beyond. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's like, they're saying, okay, we want legendaries and items to be so powerful that you don't care about breaking up a set to use certain right. items to try a different build, which sounds great to me. I think, yeah, I it it sounded like I know this last season they were doing something with the um, what the what what is the set bonus that gives you where you if you just put on like the non set stuff? I forget what it's called. Yes, I forgot. Yes, I know what you're talking about, but I forgot what it's they, called. Yeah, so. they were trying to maybe do something like that where people might be able to put some like non-set uh, builds together. Gosh, yeah. darn it, I can't remember what it's called. It's so hard, though. Like, they don't compete. Yeah. No, and even then, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, even with that mm-hmm. buff, that seasonal buff, um, yeah. people are still putting, you know, the, the your typical uh, Marauder and, um, yes. you know, well, I'm speaking to the the um, Demon, Demon Hunter uh, builds, mm-hmm. but... Um, you know, just the same old, uh, you know, builds that we've been yeah. using the tried and true, right? Just because they mm-hmm. just can't compete. You just can't compete even with a buff. Yeah. So, so, so everything's in, yeah, this I one. mean, it's still all in early development, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see where they actually land. Yeah. Uh, another thing that they are looking at right now is, uh, quality of items and drop rate. They're okay. saying that. It rains too much stuff, and it kind of does because you get so much stuff. They're saying that the higher difficulty content you do, instead of it just giving you more and more and more, they're going to give you stuff that's better and better and better. Okay. Which, if that works, sounds really good. Oh, man. It makes me so nervous, though, dude, because like, right <laughs> now, the system, it seems like it's it's one of the better ones out there because... yeah. While, you know, you're, you know, like I have the items that I want for my build, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Which, which makes me say, oh my gosh, this build, uh, built around these skills is super awesome. And then the, then the grind, the grind then becomes getting higher percentages, right? Like a better, give a better quality of. Yes. That Yang's recurve, that, you know, whatever mm-hmm. weapon or set uh, 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 that you're using. Yeah. Uh, so that your percentages, like you said, go higher and higher and higher. And you can yeah. go deeper and deeper into that um, greater rift system. Now, this is a new game. It sounds like they're going to have so many different activities for us to do. That, yes. You know, that might not work. But mm-hmm. uh, but it makes me so nervous, dude. I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that they're gonna screw it up. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I. But at the same time, it's like you know they can just listen and change things. They've proven that they can yeah. listen and change. So yeah. Well, it'll and, be and, all you right. Know, the hope is that 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 is the case, right? And uh, and we do need something new. We need to refresh the game. We've been playing this game the same way yeah. for so long, and in in honestly in honesty uh you know all we do is nephilim and greater rifts that's it nothing exactly. else you yes. know so we do need to we need to re 
invigorate, you know, and yeah. uh, it maybe introduce some some uh, some more options in terms of uh, what we can do activities. Yeah, and and one cool activity they're doing is uh, with dungeons. They're introducing a thing called dungeon keys. Mm-hmm. The dungeon key will be you know to one of the hundred dungeons you find, whatever. And what happens is that these keys have certain modifiers and that have certain difficulties. Mm-hmm. They will allow you to run the dungeon in a specific way to get loot. Okay. And it kind of changes up the experience so that you're not just running the same dungeon. So maybe one of them has like a, a, a positive or a negative apex on the, on the, on the key itself. So mm-hmm. that like one example they gave us is that there's this lightning ball when he starts and it's constantly moving and chasing you mm-hmm. and you can't do anything about it. It's just going to keep coming and, oh, and wow, you okay. just have to get away from it. You know? So it's like, there's going to be other things that are going to say, like you have to 100% clear the dungeon. You have to kill everything or to else, get rewarded or else the lightning ball kills you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know, well, if you have that, the lightning ball and kill everything, then it's going to make harder because you can't just blow past mobs. So they're, they're trying to bring lots of different challenges and lots of different customization to your dungeon runs, which I think Mm -hmm. is really good. Sounds great. Super, super good. Um, man, there's so much stuff here, Andy. There's so much stuff. I don't even know what else to say. (laughs) Um, let's see trading. Let's talk about trading. Okay. You're going to be able to trade with people. They don't know what system they want to do yet. Okay. The system they're kicking around right now is that there's going to be a class of items that you can trade all the time. Those will be like crafting materials and stuff like that. Okay. So at any time, I can say, hey, Andy, you can have 500,000 arcane powder if you want. Here you go. Uh, Uh Another one will be another system to where you have an item that drops and... As soon as you trade it to someone, it becomes soul bound. So that means that you can't trade it again. Okay. So if I find something that's amazing and you need it, I can give it to you, but you can't do anything else with it. And then the last thing they're saying is that there'll be items that are so valuable and so rare. The only way they want people to get them is you have to grind for them. You have to kill the monster and actually get it to drop. Right. You can't do it. You can't trade it. Right. I think trading is really important to a game like this. And I think that they need to be kind of lenient with what you can trade, especially mm-hmm. if the amount of items in the game is massive. Right. Because well, if it takes, uh-huh, go ahead. Cur- currently what we do is we just drop what, uh, what we don't want. Is that correct? Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Right and it has to be dropped during you know, to someone that is with you, like it, you have to be eligible to have it. Yeah. Oh, so, so this is anybody you can trade with anybody. Yes. Oh, anybody. okay. 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 Yeah. I, my interest is peaked. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you're there's right. games like path of exile where you can trade anything with anyone at any time, but it's kind okay. of a, a pain to do it. You mm-hmm. have to go to somebody's instance and, you know, figure out a value cause there's no currency. So it's kind of weird. And mm-hmm. it's on purpose. It's designed to be cumbersome because they don't want trading to overtake the game. Right. So, I mean, this is a delicate balance for me. I would, 
if I can choose, I would say, let me trade anything, but let there be so many different things in the game that it's like everything is super rare and super mm-hmm. unique because there's mm-hmm. so many different, uh, you know, different affixes on, on a, um, an affix or prefix on each item that it's like, you know, you'll this, every item is like one in a hundred thousand or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if things are super, super unique like that, I'd be into trading more. But if things are like, oh, you, you have a stone of Jordan. Oh, well, I have a stone of Jordan too. And they're exactly the same. Then it's like, what's the point of trading? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe just to help someone out a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's different because Path of Exile, you're trading because you're trying to make a build and it's almost impossible for you to make the build on your own. Right. So maybe that'll be know. the case here, which is awesome. If, yeah, if that, build diversity cool. or if build is so in-depth that, you know, I need trading to help me out, that yeah, I think that's a good thing. But like you said, it's got to be done right. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Uh Two more things. Let's just mention two more things. Uh, okay. Yes, hardcore is in the game, obviously. Okay. That's that's the heart and soul of, of Diablo, at least a big part of it. And you're going to kill me if I make a hardcore character, I already know. I will do my very best. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the game will, they will keep the game fresh and update it with seasons. So they're That's doing cool. seasons now in Diablo yes. 3. They're going to do them in right. Diablo 4. I hope Great. they're a lot better than what they are now. Uh, they're but, not They're not terrible right now, but they're very simple, right? It's a very yes. simple uh, system. It's still, yeah. I mean, it keeps the game fresh. I go back to it whenever the seasons start. Usually I'll skip here and there. Like mm-hmm. this season I skipped just because it was a, you know, the buff was kind of meh. Yeah. But, um, but I like it. I like the seasons. And if they can introduce a little more... Um, a, a few more layers into what yeah. they what they what they do. I think, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how yeah. we'll see what that system looks like. So the very last thing is that they said they will do community updates on Diablo Force progress uh, four times a year. Oh, they said every quarter we'll update you. Okay, thank you, thank so. you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're not going away, and we won't see them again for two years. Okay, so Good. expect to have uh, these regular updates, and hopefully, hopefully, they there's a community conversation going on to kind of help the game be what everybody would like it to be. Awesome! I can't wait, dude. Yeah, so, so excited. Me too. When do we start our Diablo podcast? Soon. <laughs> Blizzard soon. Kidding, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Dude, I guess, you know, I I will say that's one game that I think both of us are, you know, equally uh, uh you know, just captivated by, mm. right? Like you really got yeah. you you did a number on me by introducing me to that game, bro. <laughs> that and Monster Hunter, bro. You're like my dealer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So like, hey, Andy, you should totally play Diablo. Diablo's for nerds, you know, yeah. cut to me staying up till three in the morning playing Diablo. Uh-huh. <laughs> One more rift. Yeah, man. It's, oh, a, man. it's a completely unique, crazy game. And it's like, it's not even a, it's, it's weird for me because I don't, I'm not into that like gothic theme, like naturally, mm-hmm. but yeah. the game works for me somehow, some way. 
Like yeah. I just, I love it, you know? Yeah, me too, man. I've already, I've already, you know, I think I, I, everybody who knows me uh, knows that, you know, it's, it's everything about that game, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. the over, you know, over, uh, overhead camera view, the, the, you know, the systems, the, you know, the, the, how strong you feel, the builds, the everything, the, the simple yeah. gameplay, man. Uh, it's just, it's so, it's not too complicated, uh, complicated, and yet it's, it can be so complex in, you know, oh, if I could just get uh, this much percent uh, boost to this thing, I would totally be off the charts, you know, like there, this, you yeah, can nerd yeah. out on this game big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. Or you can just be casual, yeah. collect one of the seasonal sets, yep. and be happy with that. And just have a good time. Yeah. 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 Dude. yeah. It's really good. So sure. uh, there we go. Excited. <laughs> Excited to see more. Yes. There's so and, much in here st- that we didn't talk about, dude. There's a, oh my there's gosh, a ton yeah. of information. So uh, as good as Manny did uh, putting together notes, this is just this is one of those things that we would have to make two, three shows out of. Uh, but we squeezed <laughs> yeah. it into one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So good times. All right, dude. Let's get out of here, man. All right, brother. So thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for all of our support from our patrons. We really appreciate that. Go check out the uh, the latest episode that just came out a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And Mi- that minus is a, me. <laughs> minus Andy. Yeah, just go to <laughs> patreon.com slash gamingadventureclub. And once you have committed at least a dollar then over on the right side of the screen you'll see the little feed so you could actually use it with your uh, your regular podcast app or what have you so anyways thank you so much if you have any feedback for us go to gamingadventureclub.com and hit us up there or if you'd like to join the community just go to uh, gamingadventureclub.com slash discord come see us Yes, come hang out, my friends. Until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.